Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host, the motherfucking most, True Offer. And it's your favorite co-host, Ezgo Offer, smiling like a dumbass. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm here, man. And we are here today to get it cranking on the ongoings. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be quite honest, there is a lot that happened. At, actually, as we are speaking, there's still stuff going on. Yeah. So we were definitely lucky to not record yesterday so we don't get all of this shit to you guys like a week later. So, I mean, I guess late for once is actually a blessing, but how are you feeling this week? What was the, what was that saying? Always late, but never... Man, eh, fuck. I'll, I don't even know. But anyway, it's going to be a quality pod. I'm feeling good. Uh, I don't know. I've just been feeling like there's a lot to do, and the New Year spirit's kind of hitting me. So, feeling good, but I'm feeling focused. I'm feeling dedicated. I woke up today for the first time in a while, like pretty early. Started my day at 8 a.m., and... I was just happy for it because I've been kind of trying to do a reset as of late to kind of get back on track and start buckling down with just the more responsibilities that I'm going to be hit with because, you know, school and semester starting back up, uh, just trying to get back into like the swing of like regular job combined with just like trying to make my own money on my side, like hustles and shit and just being as productive as I can for like what I want to accomplish. So I'm kind of happy for it, but it's feeling surreal, you know. It feels like the fun and the break's over, but it's back to real life. Because this last half a year has been a fucking break, to say the least. Amen, amen. And on my personal side, I feel I feel pretty good. I felt pretty good for the last week. Um, it's been a good kickoff into the new year. Had a blast last weekend with my dogs and with my homegirls. Just kind of ringing in the new year in our own little separate area but really none of that shit matters there's no reason to qualify here um other than that it's just been kind of a good mental reset it's felt 2021 like every other year when it gets to january and people feel all of the vigor of taking over the world and then they let it go away by february it's felt similar to that But it's felt different in a vein of knowing that most of the shit that I have as goals, I started before the new year started. So now it's felt a little bit, at least to me personally, like a sigh of relief. It's not like anything's magically changed when that clock starts 12, but it was just gratitude, to be honest, more than anything. Just being grateful to the world, the universe, God, like whatever y'all believe in. I know I believe in God myself, but just being grateful for being able to make it through something that was uh, such tumultuous times for so many people, such lows emotionally, such lows mentally, mm-hmm. such lows financially, my God. But we made it. It's it's the start of the new year. It's the hope of an upturn. We've seen a lot of changes in the United States. We've seen a lot of craziness, but I'm one that likes to just stay positive, you know, likes to, at least when it comes to my future, and when it comes to the future of the people that I believe desire a future like I do. So, I mean, I, I guess it's felt kind of like a phoenix rising from the ashes type shit. Like, I mean, we're still dusting our shit off. We're still trying to get pretty. Mm. We're still trying to look good for this new year. But it feels like it's only up from here. That's good, man. That's good. I don't know about you, but maybe. Tell me if you have the same general feeling, right? It's almost like every year when the New Year's comes around and we roll into whatever that next one is, shit, 2008 to 2009, you know, 2011 to 2012, you get it. It feels like it never actually is that New Year until like a month in 
and I'm like holding on to that last year because that's kind of where I'm at. This is the first time it's felt like as soon as I clock at 12, we're in 2021. Like we're here. We did it. We made it. We're on to a new one. So I don't know. I feel like, do you feel that? I feel like a lot of people are right now. So it makes sense. Uh, for sure. Just because people have such a negative connotation and I still to this day will repeat it till my lose breath in my lungs <laughs> in regards to last year. Like it was definitely the best year of my life just because of how much I value growth. And letting myself actually do that but that being said this is going to be one of the easiest years i think for teachers and like professors when it comes to students and their assignments and things like that because no one's about to mess up and actually write 2020 a lot of people this was the first time <laughs> that people were just stoked that it's the next one like okay let's move on let's just try something Keep again pushing. for surely so i definitely feel that but mm -hmm. Moving right along from a little bit of our wrap up, um, one thing we do want to announce is yes, this is beautiful episode 99. So, my birthday is in a couple days, January 8th, you know, the day the son was born, and um, El Nino, El Chico, the kid, you know, 1994, January 8th, Grady Hospital, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out. Don't say I never did nothing, bro. I held back on a lot there. Don't say I never did nothing for no, you. No, bro. I expected it, to be honest, the way you've been attacking me lately. But that's a story for another oh time. Oh, my God. But. Oh, my God. With my birthday being this week, um, that's the main, like, typical, I guess, resolutions and shit that I had. But I kind of pushed it back for a year. Well, not a year, a week this year. It's, one, you guys should not see any more of these in the video yeah after this week so episode 100 should be the first one that y'all don't see me puffing in anxiety after i just talk about my emotions for a second <laughs> or a little shit like that but two the eating regimen just because the warm weather and mm -hmm. like plans that we have for this year like we have to be the best looking people in the city of atlanta and fortunately we already are the best looking people in the city of atlanta so we just have to reach a status where we feel that in mind body and spirit and in totality and so just getting ourselves prepared on all fronts just getting healed just feeling our best looking our best Bro, it's about to be dangerous i'm the it's most to be dangerous excited person for the fact that i know i'm about to be 24 and at my big age Bro, I'm finally seeing these hairs down here. I know y'all were talking a lot of shit on it. People only talk shit and say, mind your business and don't worry about a beard when they fucking have one. Y'all don't know how it feels not to. All right. So mind coming in. For sure. That's dope. I'm living in it. Yes, sir. Ski. Hopefully we pray for accelerated growth. <laughs> she needs to speak. It's been taking its sweet time. Okay. I feel like I'm watching a movie at this point. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but other than that, I guess, hey... That, um, what are your heat checks for this week? What do you feel music-wise? What have you been listening to? I've been listening to... So, think about me, and I feel like we've said it on here, which maybe not because I know we try not to, like, uh, give too much about what we're planning on doing anymore because sometimes we're human beings. We fall short on it, you know? But that being said, uh, I mean, we might have had this conversation. But I really enjoy live performances, so... I was listening to one the other day. It might have been... Paying Black Girls Remix, like, a while ago, when that first dropped, the colors for it, and YouTube has the autoplay, right? So the autoplay immediately went into me listening to Amare, Leave Me Alone, and that girl, that girl has such a beautiful, like, soft voice that just, like, set me at ease, and I really enjoyed it. So that was my heat check. I know it's out on all streaming platforms past just YouTube and shit, so go ahead and check that out. 
if you get the chance because I feel like honestly a lot of people will enjoy it too hey shout out to Amare leave me alone and for me <clears throat> this week has been kind of like a dead week of music which is going to lead to a part of the music discussion that we have today because I do have a couple questions leading into this new year but um for me, the heat check's just gonna be ASAP Rocky Peso. I don't. I know I've done something from that tape before, so I may have. Sorry, that was just a song that kind of embodied how I feel as of late. Like, I don't know. Mm. Like, you've been feeling like that. It's just like an internal feeling. I was I was chilling yesterday, and then I said out loud, like as Drake was rapping on, I think the BB King freestyle, to be honest, which we've already talked about on here as well. I was like. I need to make my life match how Drake sounds on tracks like that. And you get the feelings of that nigga, I guess. Feelings mm -hmm. of being that guy, that dude. And a song like Pace on Bodies That for me as well. Because at the end of the day, like, it's crazy. Like, if y'all know the nitty gritty, like, the ups and downs and, like, the realities of life currently, which I'm not embarrassed of. Like, nobody should be embarrassed of. We're in certain points of our lives. Justin, your current situation does not outline, like, your worth and, like, what you really amount to in this world. But that being said, it's like, some would say it might be crazy for the amount of and the feeling of that nigga mm -hmm. I do feel at all times. But it's like, I feel like, I feel consistently like the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like, it's been years, it's 27 years damn near, damn near, two days from now, it will be 27 years exactly, that it feels like I've been in that tunnel just like creeping, crawling, walking towards that light, and I finally feel that light's warmth, like I'm really about to walk in and step into whatever the fuck is out there for me and whatever the fuck is given to me, mm -hmm. and so no matter what shitty sh stuff happens as of late, no matter what like happens that is against what i'd like or no matter what's going on i always feel hope you know like i always feel like you can do this like you can finish this like you can figure this out and you can accomplish anything and the and that itself shows some of the work that i've done mm -hmm. and that itself is a blessing to me mm -hmm. and so yes asap rocky peso <laughs> just outlines once again like the way rocky was talking on those tapes like you couldn't tell that man nothing you couldn't tell him nothing. Like, you could see the way he feels. You could see the way he bops. And really, that was a long-winded way of saying I haven't listened to shit this week. Other than, like, the Vori tape. And, and so, like, hey, I've definitely picked a good throwback shit. song. Hasn't listened to new shit. <laughs> new Always shit, listening shit. to music. Oh, yeah. Music is consistent. Yeah, I saw... Life. that's I like what you said there. And to be honest, though, <laughs> it's funny because I want to, like, hit on some of the other stuff. But it's just that ending part about I haven't listened to shit. There's really people out there who will go, like, a week, two or however long you just not listen to music. Like they might hear it in like pass or like passing by some shit or like maybe on TV, but there's really people out there just don't like listening to music. And that's always been so weird to me because of like how much I feel like you don't have to be like an enthusiast for all forms of art, but I feel like there's no one who's actively going out of their way to dodge some shit that is like just forever present. I feel like you have to try to avoid music. It's like, always there. But once again, it's important to our lives, so it means something mm -hmm. there. So I understand that to a sense, but it's like, I honestly can't remember the last day of my life without purposefully, like intentionally listening to music. Yeah, because even on like a down period shit, it could be before bed or like when you wake up, a down period of doing something or whatnot, you're just going through like a mundane task. Like there's always a time where I thought to myself, you know what? 
Drake could make this better. You know, <laughs> Snow Allegro would make this better. <laughs> the greatest ever. <laughs> but that's funny. But moving into the... Um, actually, before we continue and get to new music, which I have literally one song to talk about before giving some sad news, of course. But um, I wanted to ask you, since I didn't finish outlining, there was the giving up the vaping, January 8th. And I'm happy you decided to do changing, that for yourself. For sure. And then changing eating habits you know to kind of actually this is a shout out to judah just to be completely honest because he gave me the phrase he he gave me the phrase that i think i want to use for this eating journey like it's going to be a period of time that i'm really just readjusting my insides basically but it's going to be um drinking a lot less a lot lot less like i'm gonna be trying to enjoy myself and have fun with the homies for this weekend for the birthday but then i'm gonna really get into lock-in mode because i'm trying to like when i say i'm trying to get my body to a certain place i don't there's no jokes about this i want to get my body to a place that i truly feel like you can be caught up to men's fitness tomorrow you know what i'm saying like you can hop into the ring and fight somebody if Mm -hmm. you need to talk and it's just stamina that's holding you back like i'm trying to really get yourself healthy and on top of that just fix some of the issues that we've caused for x years you know i'm about to say man for sure definitely dude i want to go ahead and preface something though because i feel like i don't have to but at the same time i did have a conversation with some people that feel passionately on a certain topic yesterday that opened up my eyes to certain things when it comes to diet culture slash fat phobia and whatnot and like I really am taking it seriously, and I'm only smiling because the person, and if you knew them and whatnot, (laughs) it is like a funny exchange all the time, but uh, a lot of these goals, we set for ourselves, highlight A, things that we want to do. I know a lot of people feel a type of way about weighing a certain amount or whatever, or looking a certain way, and like just being okay with who you are. A lot of what we want to do will require certain things, and so when you get to that point, that's satisfying not so much that you feel like you had to exist at that point but it's knowing that you accomplished your goal for doing what you want to do with what you were working for because i know there was a point where to be fair i know there's everyone always has underlying insecurities and shit but there was a point where you were pretty big you know and uh i remember there was a point where i was pretty big and to be fair both of us at those times at some point felt pretty good about themselves and it's like I had nothing to do because we just had no goals for our bodies like that because we didn't want to I was you know? titties out like I was Gucci man for sure I swore I was the sexiest nigga in the world 270 what it's like... and you know you know how people always talk about all their weight women always talk about all their weight goes to their ass I was that nigga who all his weight went to my ass bro double cheeked up on a Tuesday and I was just so happy but it's like for where we are right now and the goals that we have set for ourselves which everybody doesn't have to like follow but it just feels so nice knowing that those are there and we're on track for for getting there you know what i mean and like mentality getting shaped to actually see those being done and one good thing that you one thing that i mean all jokes and laughter aside it is important that we highlight that because we understand there are people out here on this planet that maybe look a different way than what like society deems like the right way to look or the conventional way to look yes 
I do like to harp on the health side of things, but you can exist healthy in a form that is different from what other people like to consume and like to see. Mm -hmm. And that is completely fine. Live your life and do you. I want to highlight and double down on the fact that when I say all of these body and health and like whatever things, they are personal goals of me. Like they are just Chuka likes to get on to the pitch with my boots on, like ready to play a game and know that if it had to be an 80 minute game, that it'll suck, but I'll yeah. make it to the end. You know what I'm saying? Definitely like, it's like when I see somebody that is five, six, have the gall to stand in front of me on a basketball court. I want to make sure that they understand that my nuts will be at their face when I dunk the ball. And so I want to be able to do these athletic things. With yeah. that, say like that. <laughs> because okay, if you're not bouncy or if you're not strong and you're tall as ha- t- tall for nothing going against a short person and then they're bodying you though, you know what I'm saying? That's a bad look, bro. That's bro, a bad look. This is how I felt, bro, because when I lost all the weight before I started hitting the gym, so I just got skinny before I got swole. <laughs> right because usually you do like you do yeah but it was just crinkling of paper but you do types of cutting you do things there's different cycles i was sick for a second when i lost some of the initial weight before i pumped up and you know became the guy y'all see today but (laughs) (laughs) nigga flexed (laughs) i'm sorry but anyways like at that point i remember i was at the gym hooping just because this was when i was doing only cardio and not lifting right Mm -hmm. and fucking (laughs) I remember Lucci being their rapper, you know, just mm-hmm. like one of the people, famous people go everywhere in Atlanta because they're regular people too, just in case people didn't know. Mm-hmm. But he was in Sometimes the, they can't afford the real He was in there hooping and niggas Sometimes short. Sometimes they just need LA Fitness. For sure. But niggas yeah, short and stocky as hell, boy. Like, <laughs> I remember once this nigga was trying, like, I did not expect Lucci to be this stocky on everything, bro. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, oh, this is free lunch. Yeah, like, bro, yeah. I'm about to collect, bro. What's up? This guy's either I, barbecue chicken or cookies. I came up. I was like, it's collection time. Yeah. Like, what? I'm guarding him. I called Lucci out. I came straight up for the one-on-one. Bro, this nigga won. He was like, you know how I know entertainers at the studio be mm-hmm. literally just doing three-point contests? Because mm-hmm. these niggas be good at splashing threes with nobody on them. With nothing like, else, always, yeah. like, always, though. Like, for some but reason... But they're always they, randomly automatic and, like, when no the, one's on this them. This nigga got a shot form like this. Like, it looked like the fucking explosion. So he's hitting, like, four or five threes in a row. <laughs> and I wasn't guarding him. I was like, all right, fuck it. Y'all niggas can't guard this nigga. I got this nigga, whatever. Bro, he pulled, like, the Kobe push. And this is how I knew I was skinny at the time. Because this nigga pushed and created, like, three feet of space. No. <laughs> bullshit like and i was like you see when you're when somebody that's considerably shorter than you does that to you it makes you feel like you gotta hit the gym no no you no. gotta like put back i'm on telling you bit. the reason nigga became captain america like really started like he got bodied bro, by lucci i got bodied by lucci and i was like what <laughs> nah that's not this what we're doing said, lucci. this nigga feeling nah, like rob lucci because i because i swatted one that he went up for a layup like a, a couple possessions yeah, beforehand but, but then a short nigga mm-hmm. like every time somebody's short and i'm on mm-hmm. the perimeter with them i always feel like the centers that come out to try to guard you yeah. know like the short guys i'm like oh <laughs> this is easy so i went up for the block thinking i had it mm-hmm. i noticed my hand was up where it would block yeah but i was like three feet away from the nigga i was like wait the push did that much so did this happen and so just yeah. but anyways that's hard for me i was gonna say like I, i'm kind of happy too though because like within that whole realm of like fitness and shit and like trying to get yourself right because i know um we're both trying to tackle our own different things in it but whatever that our bodies are getting shaped so for me too also knowing that i don't have my gym membership anymore because some some gyms are running scams, you know. I'm not gonna say nothing, but some gyms are fucking scams. Yeah, and uh, I need more high intensity workouts being back home, right? So I'm happy and excited because I went and picked up 
some tires from a family friend who is a mechanic and added some stuff with like a hammer to my like regimen of things that I plan on doing for myself that are going to make the diversity in at-home workouts a lot more fun because if you do at-home workouts, you know that at a point they become repetitive. So it's nice to have a little bit of like versatility in there. Oh, for so sure. I'm excited, man, but and enough health. of that. And, mm-hmm. and health. The last thing I wanted to talk on was I'm going to be trying to be mostly vegan for like 60 days. And the reason I say mostly vegan is veganism is not difficult, especially in big cities when you when you have taken the time to find the good alternatives, right? And so like I found very good vegan mac and cheese. Outstanding in my opinion personally. I found very good restaurants. I found very good options at restaurants. So I'm fine and and cooking for myself, I'll be cool. But I am going to let myself have pescatarian breaks. Like, definitely if I need some fish, a young mm-hmm. nigga is going to get fish. That's why I'm not saying actually going vegan. Bro, pescatarians might be the way to go, man. That's the best I ever felt in life was when I was just eating, like, salmon and mackerel and just, like, different kinds of fish, bro. Mm-hmm. But moving right along to the music section, we will start off with some good news. Have you heard the new SZA single, uh, Good Days? Are you talking about the one that she had the video for, like, where she in the bed and she was singing Cause I feel like that's been out for a minute. No, like one just came out this in the past like week. I know what you're talking. Um, about. then I didn't. I don't think I heard that one yet. Yeah. She had the the um single cover had like the Carter three basically. Yeah, so but I saw the cover. Scissor yeah. with like a you know yeah. the t- face tats and little child. I was like, oh, that's cold. Kids these days like, don't even know though. Oh, you cold? She cold. But um, shouts out to SZA on that. It sounded like a good. It sounded about what we'd expect from SZA to be completely honest. So I'm excited for that leading into the new year of like the next round of TDE projects. Just she's because someone has a bar. Oh, for sure. She she's has someone, a bar. She has a bar. She understands that. I too. hate expecting stuff from people. Every TDE artist, for the most part, I expect stuff because they've never disappointed. And they always and they set the bar high. Mm-hmm. You know, like SZA came out in her fucking 2016 drop was one of the best projects of that mm-hmm. decade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you got a bar, SZA. She knows that though. But that single let me know that she is, you know, teetering the bar and it is where we kind of expect her music to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what she gives us truly. But do you have any projects that's Good Days by SZA? Shouts out to TDE, shouts out to Punch and Them. But do you have any projects that you are highly anticipating for 2021 or not really? I feel like everybody else, I've fallen into the the trap of obviously I'm going to anticipate the high the highest anticipated artist and we've Who's that? his praises on this podcast el chico it might be drake's number two biggest fans on this podcast el nino the boy <laughs> yeah i need that i need that album asap asap like rock you said january nigga my birthday's friday uh <laughs> i don't know but besides that man like because i know there was a lot of drops funny enough i meant to mention it earlier that were supposed to happen in 2020 that just never did so they could all happen here i'm not anticipating because if it doesn't come i'm not gonna let myself get butt hurt but I would love to see a Kendrick album right now. Like I would, I would be thankful for it. That's just every time he puts out a piece of work, honest to God, it's just a masterpiece. And I know it's a little bit different, so it's hard to compare him to someone like a Drake because his effects of what he does with his albums are different than what a Drake tries to do. And so you just appreciate what they're trying to get across with their lanes. And so whenever my Kendrick artist, drops, I appreciate it. But though. Kendrick, I will say, out of the Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, Kendrick's the only person that. I have cried listening to their project, and it wasn't because of something else happening in my life. It was Shireen, bro. It was like just Kendrick, just the emotion he was able to pull out with some of these stories and some of the Mm -hmm. things he was alluding to, some of the things he was comparing life to and the things he was drawing. Like, 
I'm I'm ready for what Kendrick does next for us too. But with this coming, then since you don't, and I will say, 2021 is one of the first years for me that is somebody that is such a big fan of music. It's one of the first years that I don't really have huge anticipations to change that. To be honest, like this is one of the first years that it's like the way we've been the way we've been being fed music, right? It's kind of it's kind of at a point where. I'm excited and stoked when I hear something's coming. Like, but there's so much you don't really have to exactly. like be waiting up for anything. It's not you know, like it's gonna... in January of 2013 when we knew Mac, Kanye, Hove, mm-hmm. and fucking um, Cole were all dropping yeah. in June that were sitting there amped. No, for my June. ass. Like, first off, my ass didn't know. My ass was just blessed when it happened. I was like, oh, my favorite artist dropped something. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> like, okay, no, I take that back. The Cole drop was the only one that I was like. I know exactly when this is dropping, when it's dropping. Oh, I was sitting there itching, waiting yeah. for these fucking Because I was a J. Cole stan. But um, but now it's just like, with that being surprised said. Surprise though, Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad, for sure. Isaiah, Lil Baby, and Drake are the three that I'm really anticipating. Everybody else will be a bonus, and I'll be happy to hear. We have heard the rumor mills of Kendrick Drake and a Cole dropping this year for sure. Do you think that... You're anticipating Lil Baby. He has nothing to prove. Fuck something to prove. He has nothing to prove. He has nothing left. That nigga gave us everything. He gave us so much. And I'm still anticipating. Because he has his group project he's dropping. He's pretty sure of. Which, this nigga about to black out. Like, the snippets. Wow. But, I have an interesting discussion then, music-wise, then, for you. Um, With Kendrick Cole and Drake dropping, and them all being in their mid-30s at this point, Mm -hmm. we're watching the change of the guard in a lot of things. We're watching like the the hot person, male or female, kind of being changed. Music, we're watching kind of the shift happening Mm -hmm. to like the people we grew up watching their 20s and watching them kill it, like those three kings, Mm -hmm. because they were the kings for a while. Mm -hmm. That's That's the bar when we talk to the umbrella and rap music. And so now that they're transitioning to the legend side, we're going to be getting out the way. It's not even that it's with those three, all of them have kind of alluded to their retirements coming soon. Right. Drake made a mention about 35. He's 34. Yeah. But that was before. Cause I think he talked in that rap radar about how bro, he doesn't, as he gets close to those ages, he doesn't ever want to retire. That's what I was going to ask. Like that, Kendrick saying the next one's gonna be his last project, kind of alluding to that. Mm-hmm. Cole said explicitly, like he has the next three now because he showed like the outline of projects or whatever mm-hmm. coming, but like it coming close to the end. One, do you believe these niggas? Two, <laughs> two, if you don't believe these niggas, why? Um, it's a little bit tougher when I've never done what they did at the level they did. I don't think in any capacity they'll ever stop making music. I just don't believe that because there's things that I know at my young ass age, I love to do, like love so much. And if there's ever an opportunity for me to do it, even if I have to wait like a month, a week where I don't do it every day, if I have the ability to, I'm going to keep doing it until I lose the ability and I'm not even getting paid for it. Mm -hmm. These people, if they're really loving what they're doing, you know what I mean? I don't think there's ever going to be a point where they just never make music again. You might get the single. It might taper off to the point where you're getting a single every five years. Like, you really might not see much of them to where they might as well be out of the game. But they will be making music. They just are going to remove themselves from the limelight because that that is different on somebody's mental. And, like, just actively. It's like being an NBA player. Obviously, it's not the same. I know your body at some point, like, gives out on you. But 
it's constantly be tra- doing, trying to train, trying to compete, doing, trying to do all of this and trying to be at the forefront of it. At some point, you want to step back and just like enjoy it as a hobby, but not necessarily as a career. See, that's I, was, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like I have three different paths for all of them. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where the predictions go. Like Drake, I see making music I more s- consistently. Than I see Drake making more con- music, music more consistently than the other two, but kind of in like a hove vein, so mm-hmm. like where Jay drops every one to three years like something in that range and he'll drop singles here and there drop verses on people's shit his presence is still felt but he's still not considered yeah, he's working on more like catered projects for what he thinks he wants to be a part of and so i think drake's gonna fall into that kind of vein Mm -hmm. he's gonna be very heavy with the acting and doing shit like that Mm -hmm. like doing shit that he wanted to do post-career i think cole might actually really pull the most disappear Mm -hmm. to where like we see a cole feature every like two three years maybe the thing is we might never see it but his homies that are around him, oh, he's going to be thriving. They're Mind be thriving. you, all of these I want to underline with they're all making music the rest of their life. Yeah, this yeah. is just what we see. <laughs> Cole might make 30 projects a year that we just never hear again. Because I feel like yeah. he's so ready to just dip. Kendrick, I see doing the people I believe in and people that inspire me kind of like Andre 3000. Because mm-hmm. Andre's retired, but this nigga still raps basically like once a year. And that's what the, whatever inspires him, whatever yeah. gives him life. I think that's the vein that Kendrick's going to get into personally. You know what's funny? Uh, I feel like the... I, the uh, I agree with you on the Drake, but for the Kendrick and the Cole, just to say something real fast, not to dwell on it, mm-hmm. I feel like the Cole is going to be the... I'm going to pop out once a year or so, not because I feel like people inspire me, they might, but more so I feel like, you know, I'm doing it for the kids, bro. I got a message for these kids and trying to like give them a message of like how to grow up a little bit more effectively and like positively and like just trying to be like a role model, even if it's on a slower tone and just doing that at least a little bit throughout the year. I feel like Kendrick is going to be on the, and when the world needed him most, he disappeared on some Avatar shit. And all of a sudden, you just never hear from him. But then he pops up, like, way later. He's under, like, a, a different moniker. He, you never see his face, and you never know it's him making music. But all of a sudden, like, Lemony Snicket dropped an album, and it's like, yo, who the fuck was this? Who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> but then, okay. I mean, that sounds yeah. good for sure for the three guys. We'll see what comes up. We see a lot of them already investing into the youth yeah. when it comes to just, like, the next steps. Cole I don't with think that's Dreamville, pay out Kendrick think, with yeah. Baby Keem, okay. Drake with OVO and them. Yeah. And so we'll see what the next gen holds for everything. But moving right along with music news, we want to go ahead and give an off-space RIP, an off-space condolences, mm-hmm. and a big shout-out to the biggest and the greatest supervillain that hip-hop has ever known or the world has ever known, in my personal opinion. And that is MF Doom, passed away a few months ago, actually. But in Doom fashion, nobody figured mm-hmm. out until the day before 2020 ended when his family finally announced it. MF Doom was somebody that meant a lot to most of hip-hop. When I say all of hip-hop, really, when it comes to the people that really matter in this shit, sorry to sound like that, but to be real, but all most of hip-hop, MF Doom, that is considered your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, like that was one of the coin monikers. It's just like, I don't know, just the mystique just everything from going everything from to be completely honest i remember mad villainy really being when i got into the tip on like his music and everything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but i know operation doomsday Mm food just like 
all of his early work mm-hmm. and just the work he's been putting out the singles here and there the fucking christmas album like this motherfucker every time he makes noise you feel it in hip-hop and every time somebody comes out and one of my favorite things in retrospect when it comes to legends right it's just seeing how the younger generation takes them. You see how most of these kids, and when I say kids, I'm talking about like people my age in the game, right? People a few years older than me, like people that are kind of the it people, I guess, when it comes to music, like shifting the guard, whatever. Like when they talk about inspirations, a lot of them mention Doom. A lot of them talk about Doom's yeah. influence. I, I just feel bad because it's one of those things that as we just grow up and get older slowly, like legends um legends pass you know 40 something and so it's some sooner than you want like a kobe like mf doom you know but at the end of the day it's like appreciate them while they're here because i know it's myself as somebody to be honest i listen to like a wide range of music but i in recent years have appreciated hip-hop a lot more right and so especially from like late high school to just now and i remember as he was before my time to be fair but Mm -hmm, as i'm like getting more into it and like enjoying like i guess the music that i like i want to know where it came from so i started listening to older people he was one of those people that while i heard certain songs i never got the full discography dive and i feel like i wish i did that while he was still alive to kind of enjoy it a little bit more in that sense but because now when you listen to music and you try and share that with others it's not going to be that same like sharing it's it's almost bittersweet which is like not what i know he will probably wanted people to get out of his music it's bittersweet but it's also beautiful to be honest for me because one of the lamest things that I ever see online are people passing, right? Mm-hmm. Legends passing. And then, like, the younger generation being like, oh, who is this? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what's going on? Blah, blah. And then old niggas being like, oh, you weren't fucking with them while they were alive? Bro, leave like, that shit alone. It's, it's like, like, bro, I was, like, six. You feel me? You feel me? I was like, young. You can't gatekeep art. Yeah. Because like, that's how people get forgotten, and you don't want exactly. that. Exactly. So keep spreading his legacy. Keep listening to his music. If people need recommendations, hit the inbox, and I got you. But that's definitely a discography worth diving into just to see the evolution. Because he's one of those that you'll listen to his music, and then certain rappers i won't name but you may see yourself you could be like oh i see the influence oh i see the this i just oh, always appreciated I... the fact that this man really had that big of a dr doom like <laughs> oh this <laughs> motherfucker shit, which is like crazy this motherfucker had a, a fucking stand-in for him at most crazy. concerts bro this nigga was really having somebody go rap his shit with a bike oh, that's a genius that's so fire that's swag it just took one of the creepiest villains to me but I loved it. I love that man, man. R.I.P. M.F. Doom. Like, shouts out to Doom for real. Shouts out to his family. Our prayers, condolences, and everything we got for the off space goes out to that nigga this week. Mm-hmm. That being said, moving right along in music news, Dr. Dre, hip hop legend, mm. went to the Built for tough, for tough, for show. Sure. Mm. Went to the hospital, suffered a brain aneurysm, and yeah. was rushed to the hospital. And so we give prayers out for a speedy recovery for Dre. God, I didn't know you could even survive an aneurysm. And the man, apparently he let out a statement saying, feeling great. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I'm like well, that's kind of nice. It, it, it kind of gave me hope, bro. Because some things about getting older kind of scary. Obviously, you never want to have an aneurysm. But <laughs> Dr. Dre survived. I think I can't say It's the will of D, bro. It's the will of D. They think it's want me. <laughs> and the saddest thing, though, is which obviously niggas are not laughing at Dr. Dre because that's yeah. somebody that I really want a speedy recovery. It's just how fucked up is it that this nigga got rushed to the hospital <gasps> and then 
people tried to rob his house the second it was vacant. Somebody heard the estate was empty and what? said time to go come up. Oh I'm not going to lie, yo. What? Whoever they are, I hope they made it back and were around their friends and their friends really confronted them like, have you no shame? That's one of like, those, like, you and the homies hit a lick and you what? get back and you're like, nigga, is you retarded? Like, what's like, wrong with you? Are Sorry, you good? Are you stupid? Like, come on now. Like, be real with yourself. That's just embarrassing, bro. That's that's embarrassing. That's if this is the Breakfast Club, this is that donkey of the day behavior. That's super donkey. I feel like they got that copyrighted. So I'm relaxed though. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's super balonde oof, balonde oof. <laughs> <laughs> and so definitely wishing the speedy recovery for Dre. Mm. Um, just to take a small intermission from sad news before we get into all of the um, Senate races and the stuff going yeah. on. You said you had some privilege or poverty for me today. I do actually, you know, I might leave off one of them because I just threw it in there as being like a salty young man, but I might, you know, I'll sneak it. We'll see. But you guys already, if you've been rocking with us for a little bit, you know what privilege or poverty is. So basically I'm going to ask uh, Chuka about a few different topics and see what his mental is around them and if they're, if they are privilege or poverty. And so I'm going to start off. And the first one I have for you today, something that I know you partake in a lot. So you have to have a good opinion. Brunch, privilege or property? Privilege. Brunch privilege? is a privilege. It's being, there's a perception being thrown out, right, into the base of the United States mm-hmm. right now that is kind of taking brunch into poverty because yeah. these niggas and these hoes are going out and making a fool of themselves at the time where we're supposed to be enjoying some good cooked eggs <laughs> and we're supposed to be enjoying some good champagne with a drop of orange juice in it. You feel me? Mm. Shouts out to mimosas. Mm. But, and I'm not even talking about the girls that are putting the torque air in the, in the, in the eggs and in the French toast because guess what? I love the freedom and happiness of women enjoying themselves mm. and having a great time. That makes every vibe better. Now I'm talking about you lame ass niggas and i'm talking about you lame ass hoes that's coming around and ruining the fucking vibe but guess what we still make sure to make it a vibe every single time yeah but and i catch a vibe every single time because my favorite meal of the day is breakfast food never at breakfast time nigga so it's a privilege to be out there ladies and gentlemen you heard it here first privilege all right so we're gonna move on to the next one um birthday parties as someone that is turning 27 what do you think are birthday par- parties privilege or poverty? That's a hard one, to be honest. Mm. Like, just because I, I don't I, come with the easy shit. I'm 50 50 on this one, so I may have to lean towards privilege, but here's why it's a privilege depending on the situation and depending on the case, mm-hmm. right? Because I won't go into explicit detail about how I spent my birthday last year, but I will say that. It was a movie. It was one of the best birthdays of my life because it was just me, my brother, and my roommate, right? We were just chilling. And I am somebody that enjoys the spotlight at all times, super attention horror, whatever people want to call me cool. But that being said, it's like those like holidays and birthdays and things like that have always been weird times for me to have that spotlight. I've always felt weird about it. I've always kind of felt like, eh, but... I think birthday parties can be privileged and are a privilege when you truly have people around you that love you mm-hmm. and you're truly surrounded by nothing but good energy. So it's not like a superficial ordeal. It's not like a typical weekend where you're it's out. Like you're trying to show out for like cloud or some weird shit. It's like I'm really just appreciating making it around. Exactly. Year. You're not out with 30 people that you're really friends with five of them. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's clicked up like <laughs> smiles. We look the best. Like, no, like, nigga, I'm like for me personally. It's a privilege to be around a good group, even if it's huge, even if it's small, whatever, mm-hmm. of just people that love me like I love them. 
That's mm. it. And that's a privilege to me always. You know what? That turned out a lot better than I thought it would. So we're going to keep it going, though. All right. And for... I have two more, but I might go ahead and just do one more. Because to be fair, I feel like one of these is probably just for me. So Vacation. Privilege or poverty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Vacation, let me say, Mock. I, I know you listen to these. This is where you want to go ahead and skip a few seconds. It's a tune out for a little bit. You got to tune out for a second because vacations, my nigga, are a privilege. Like, even, like, all the whole spectrum of vacations are a privilege. Okay. Even if it's a vacation with somebody that you both know, y'all have no interest in dating each other, yeah. and you're literally just going to catch a vibe and leave. Like, vacations are when you get the nastiest. Vacations are like, there's a balcony clearly looking at somebody. Wait, 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 wait. Like, Can you do that? Can you do that? Can you do that with somebody? Realistically, most people... I know some people can obviously, and if you're vocal enough and communicating and real with yourself, you could do anything. But can most people really go on vacation with somebody that they know they're not trying to date, fucking trying to create that vibe, yes. and, come, and come back to the same city? This is my segment. And come, and come back to the same this city. This is my segment as a go-offer. I demand city. my time. I demand my time. Oh, I demand no. my time. <laughs> Oh, no. Yes. That being said, we're going to take the host side out of it because the host side of vacations is outstanding. But even on the, but on the lover side, like, I'm telling you, dog, like, truly, truly, truly. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be somebody that gives energy where energy is due, right? Because I like to come and teach a lot of lessons when it comes to past situations and past relationships that I had. Just so people, A, don't make those mistakes, but B, learn from some of the mistakes I've made and grow and go Communicate further. Communicate the but, expectation. But, but... I will come here and sit and talk about positives all day. And one thing that is a super positive is somebody you yeah. love, somebody you like deeply, like whatever mm -hmm. state y'all are in, being in another location, in a hotel, Airbnb, or whatever, bro, y'all can be in the middle of Idaho. Y'all can be on the beach. Y'all can be wherever. And I'm telling you, that is a motherfucking vibe. Because there is no situation that it is me and my queen that, A, we're not about to get disgusting. B, I'm not about to just get slizzard with my queen. C, we're not about mm. to catch the vibiest of vibes. Like, I'm talking good music, good drink. Good if you're music. into a baby girl, good smoke. Like, I'm talking about wherever we go. We don't, do that. we don't fun. do that. We no, don't do that. It's Only legal, legal states, baby. A lot of legal states. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Only legal states, baby. But I'm saying We're good. that is a super privilege. And you should never take for granted those moments because even when shit ends, those are things that you will look onto and positively like, for the rest of your it life. It was a good time. Honestly, sometimes it's fucked the person, but regardless, it was a vibe. You That's me. good, man. You know what? I'm not talking about any moves, you know, but we're trying to create a vibe. Oh, people will know about our vibe, but January and February of this year is going to be planning and making ourselves into exactly who we want to be, and that's all we're going to say on that. Moving right along, my nigga, to the... <sighs> Shouts out to Georgia for being Jimmy Butler. I live in a five. liberal state. <laughs> <laughs> my state is blue, bitch. Bro. Bro. All right. All right. Shouts out to Georgia for putting the team on their back again because we did it for the election and we had to do it for the senate this time yeah. we came out in droves and look we came out in droves and Raphael warnock and john ossoff both ended up winning their senate seat and now has overturned the senate that being said 50 50 now with kamala being the cider and you know how that goes and so we want to be a gives 
congratulations where congratulations are due to those two men mm-hmm. hopefully you practice what you preach and we see what you help to bring forth in this country but the number one person that i want to congratulate and the number one person i want to thank and sing her yeah, praises yeah. is a black woman by the name of stacy abrams because stacy abrams lost the governor race by bullshit as we saw in 2018 mm-hmm. but when she lost that governor race she has spent every day tirelessly they unlocked the demon which is why you should always look at losses as lessons mm-hmm. and see that it may have a greater purpose for you in life because i'm not gonna lie bro she took at the end of the day she spent a lot of time and money to take an l that was undeserved and that break the best people the best it would people. break the best people we've seen career politicians be like you know what you I'm know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit back mayor being mayor isn't that bad like you know doing this isn't that bad and they just never try and go where they want to to create the best change in the world she said nah fuck all of that organized to get the a crazy voter turnout a more efficient like voting process fight against all voter suppression in the best way mm -hmm. that she can and show the united states what people have been saying for generations about the south Mm -hmm. is the south is not as fucked as y'all think the south Mm -hmm. is in comparison to the rest of the united states because we see fucked everywhere it's just like more blatant with certain shit but like obviously it's not going to be as bad when people are like more progressed and like not getting like voter suppression and things like that going on exactly because the laws we have in place in the south don't allow a large chunk of the population to vote the way that they set this shit up the large chunk of the population feels like their vote doesn't matter it feels like their vote isn't going to really change anything it's not going to be possible for them to do Mm -hmm. stacy abrams hit the ground running to change that fact and caused was the pinnacle that helped cause the change in the election when mm-hmm. it comes to the presidency and help cause the change in the Senate elections. So big shout out to Stacey. I just want to say right now, look, it's such a beautiful time because there's realistically, I think, nothing that uh, like Democrats don't have to kind of push the agenda of the people of what people have just been asking for for these uh, years now when it comes to the environment, civil rights, whatever. And it's just a beautiful time to have no obstruction for the fact that if they don't get shit done, oh my goodness, <laughs> people are about to rage. And Bro. it's going to be nice because it's like, now we know, all right, we stop fucking with like this methods and we're going to figure out some other shit. They own everything but the Supreme Court. I'm telling y'all niggas right now, if shit do not change, and I don't even mean substantial crazy change, I'm talking about basic shit niggas have been mm-hmm. asking for. I promise y'all next election, y'all are going to see Chuka. I'm going to look like a blood with how much red I'm wearing, nigga. I'm going to be out there dancing, ready to vote for the next Republican candidate, bro. Because I'm about to try that side. Because like I told y'all many times before, I am with the people. And so if y'all niggas talk your talk and don't do shit for the people, guess who we're trying again next time? We're going to go on to the other side and just see what happens. Like, I'm, first off, I'm waiting on my 1400. Uh, I got 600 of it. I'm waiting on the other 14. That's the first and foremost. But yeah, man, I don't know. That was pretty cool. And then we, we s- in sports now? No, no, no. We have to talk about the riots and looters. Oh, riot- I forgot about the bigger, the biggest shit possible. The rioters. I don't and know looters. what time we're in because we probably should spend more time on this. But we've been talking for a fucking minute. Mo, I'll let you go ahead and get into it for sure. We'll talk about the rioters and looters because we're gonna refer to them the correct way. The terrorists. The terrorists, if we want to be. Sorry, sorry. I was even undermining the terrorists, the domestic terrorism (laughs) that happened today. Once the Senate seats were turned, the Proud Boys, a big part of the MAGA Nation, and Confederates, like whatever, came together in unison, in racist unison. Neo-Nazis. The neo-Nazis, all the good boys in America, they came together and they stormed the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to say just for certain 
is we remember during the BLM protests, mm. right? Mm. Uh, we got to talk my shit a little mm. bit here. I'm talking to y'all niggas. Let me use the ESGO point. I'm talking to y'all niggas. All right, so I, I remember like... during the BLM protest, something something slight, something mm-hmm. slight, my guy. Yeah. Do you remember it looked like you um? Do you remember in Endgame when all of the Avengers in that whole mm-hmm. Marvel universe yeah. came to attack Thanos' group? Yeah. yeah, that's how the American government set up against black people and people people yeah. and people fighting for the rights of human beings who like, were unjustly killed. Almost like I saw more officers, cop cars, and helicopters than I saw protesters. No, every single time. It's almost like we saw military grade vehicles, military grade weapons, yeah. military grade outfits ready and suited up just yeah. in case that these people that were fighting against you know people unjustly dying decided to yeah. protest so then how come today hold on i have to ask you a question you're a smart man yeah. i think you're a smart I man think so. that's I a smart be. nigga look at that is a smart nigga so how come in your humble opinion that's all i can the be. capitol building you know that that's a big building in america mm-hmm. right the capitol right you would think you would think yeah. right senators representatives you know people gathering that congress. you feel me congress in general and so how come the Capitol building, which I'm telling y'all, when the BLM protests happened, niggas couldn't even get on the same block. Couldn't get on the same block as government buildings. Mm-hmm. So how come the Capitol building got stormed today by these peaceful peaceful protesters? Well, and how come they were taking pictures like it was tourism attractions in multiple areas in that building? How come they were fighting cops and there were no shots shot? That's a good question, Chuka. One person died today? That was a good question, Chuka. Actually, I think I saw a video, and I'm not Batman, you know. I'm not, I'm not Sherlock Holmes, but I got some deductive reasoning. I was watching it, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked for a second to me that like they got let in. It's almost like you know, Jerry, who was the guard on duty, was just like, you know what, these people look angry, and you know, I don't want to let them in, but I'm just going to because there's a lot of them, and I don't think they're gonna cause harm because they're good people. Oh, the good people, the good folks. Because I remember Trump, your boy. The leader of the new school, that nigga tweeting out something like, be sure to go out and protest today and like blah, 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 blah. But be safe. Be peaceful, winky face. Mm. So I guess people were able to read the virtual winky face. I think they were. Um, the police looked like they were trying to have conversation with these people and they were trying to de-escalate the situation. But I thought they were trying to kill. It could be that Jerry's related to some of the people that were protesting. Oh. But I, I, I remember when it was BLM, he turned into Rambo because motherfucker learned how to really start shooting uh-huh. and he wasn't missing. You know but what remember saying? how many people were concussed, lost eyes, or had cracked skulls Over civil rights, yeah. for... From rubber bullets over civil rights. Yeah. And how many people died in these protests? Yeah. How many people lost family members, you know, lost yeah. siblings? Yeah. But today, after they stormed the Capitol building of the United States, by the way, domestic terrorism, Trying look it democracy. up. Um, how come, I think, one person passed and there were a few injured? But other than that, it seems like people are cool. Do you think, just using you, you know, because obviously... We can't predict the future. We don't know what's actually going on here. We're just two humble people that have a podcast. So I want to ask, in your opinion, do you think the BLM protesters would have been able to go in and sit on those chairs and take those pictures and mm. be around all of the American history that the MAGA group was going on a kind little field trip to go see today? Hold on. That's a good question. Let me pull up my color gradient. How light of skin tone are we going Um. to how dark? 
They're in the vicinity of darks like us. Anything past Coco, they're getting fucked up. Oh, getting fucked up. <laughs> getting okay. Fucked up. <laughs> and so we need to remind y'all: a, if you refer to these people as protesters, go fuck yourself. B, I wanted to use better language on this podcast because my mother does tune in. But guess what? This is something I'm passionate about. So once again, refer back to A and go fuck yourselves. C, I want to go ahead and say as well: if you are one of these people that. Once again, we understand that mm-hmm. if stuff doesn't happen to you or mm-hmm. happen to people that look like mm-hmm. you or happen to people in your vicinity, mm-hmm. I understand psychology. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we understand that it, sometimes it is harder to empathize with and it is harder to understand, right? Mm-hmm. But um, when you see on a piece of paper one plus one, what is the actual answer? Uh, I think, in my humble opinion, it's two, right? It's two. It's and two. so when you see domestic terrorism brought to the doorsteps of the American fucking people, when you see the Proud Boys talking to the police officers like they're the off-duty brethren that they mm-hmm. fucking know and identify with and leaving and, them ooh, be. Whoa, because we're not even going to say all of them because I saw some police officers very hesitant on throwing the hands back but some of them some of them proud boys were trying to get those police officers hands so if blue lives truly matter blue, blue lives truly matter to you because i was call looking, that out i was looking at their uniforms call and that their out. skin is blue right i, I thought the police thought. officers because blue lives do matter don't they I not thought. anymore not when you don't get your way oh so that is a metaphor for everything that's been happening in america for 400 years that Mm -hmm. black people have been saying and y'all have been saying we've been crying wolf till the age of social media where you can't actually deny what you see in front of your eyes on video oh this is a good moment for people who truly thought that they were just self-righteous to some other extent to realize that they were probably jaded and didn't realize that they were aligning themselves with neo Nazis, uh, fascists, um, white supremacists. And I hope that they're taking this moment to be like, "Damn, I might have fucked up, and I might, <laughs> I might need to read, like, realign my th- ideas and my thoughts, and kind of do some soul searching because shit's looking fucked." Because all jokes aside, like that was great though, definitely great. But all jokes aside, I have to say one thing: that is, this is not a Democrat issue. This is not a Republican fucking issue. This is a civil rights issue. This is a person-to-person issue. This is a fucking human rights issue. And so when we look at it, yes, little fucking Billy, you calling your black classmate when you are 17 a nigger isn't going to ruin his life or isn't going Mm -hmm. to kill him. But guess what? The other quiet white people sitting in that room that allowed that to happen told him it wasn't that big of a deal and told that little black boy that he was just over-exaggerating and freaking out and that he was tripping created an environment to which that was okay and yes this culture is a lot more fucking pc than i'd rather a culture be where we could all be free to speak where we could all be free to express ourselves that takes without fear of without fear of the repercussions that may be life ending Mm -hmm. but when you create those environments at such a young age because your doofy ass dad your doofy ass mom your doofy ass grandma your doofy ass grandpa and so on and so forth kept preaching that this shit wasn't that big of a deal because you're using verbiage that you clearly heard at home Mm -hmm. when you keep creating that environment guess what you breed and create guess what you breed and create the people that are these proud boys, the people that are the white supremacists, they didn't start off on level 10. Mm-hmm. They started off on level 1. But every single one of those rooms that they walked into with our quiet-ass white things. friends, or, yeah, I'm talking to everybody, my friends, I'm talking to white people I consider yeah. family, I'm talking to all y'all motherfuckers. Every single room they stepped into where 
each microaggression was allowed and each microaggression was dismissed as nothing multiplied and they created the motherfuckers that y'all are telling us are the minority of you so yes it is the minority yes white people aren't as a whole fucking racist no one is stupid but yes you guys are the breeding ground and the reason that these motherfuckers get created so if you learn how to check yourselves mm -hmm. and you learn how to listen to people when they talk instead of telling every lgbt member they're crying wolf telling every person of color they're crying wolf and you learn to fucking empathize for two seconds because my life has been better than most people's my life is continuing to be better than most people's and will be from a place of privilege. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I have the privilege in myself to be a black man. So I will always be, be able to empathize with the plight of my people. Yeah. And dude, I feel like if you... I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna turn it on a lighthearted note because I don't want any of the message to kind of be taken in uh, the uh, the wrong, taken in the wrong way and removed from what is the most important thing here. It's just like at this point, if you truly think you're a good person, which I know a lot of people try and tell themselves to make the make it easier to fall asleep at night. Just do some reflecting on who you align yourself with and what's going on because I don't like to make things like a political issue like that, but it feels like when one side is trying to hold on so hard to a stance that is against human rights you have to ask yourself like, <laughs> like if it is at that point you really should be is that the hill you want to die on you know i like to consider myself a moderate person prior to 2016 i don't think the same way anymore i probably lean more left now just knowing who i am like so i was the same way my boy like i could like to consider myself a moderate person too but when it comes to the fact that human issue human rights issues are not a moderate issue like, you know we have to call a spade a spade when it comes to certain i tests. thought we i thought we'd get past that chapter but to be fair i think it's one of those reoccurring bosses and bowser, bowser just keeps showing up as bowser won't peach. die and bowser stealing peach is essentially america spitting in the face of pocs but it's all good we're moving on to more important not more important let's, let's say uh less lighthearted yeah. more lighthearted so we will move on to the more lighthearted end of the podcast which Ooh, tends to be the sports section but before we get to the sports we're gonna section, make this one a knockout for sure <laughs> jesus but before we get to the sports section i wanted to ask as a go just to reset the room a little bit what have you been watching lately a lot of porn other than porn me too nigga i whack every day i don't bro so i know you're being honest <laughs> who's wait who's is that that's the iPad, dj's ipad uh i don't know i've just been watching like titans which is funny because i found some more superhero content if you know me i love superhero shit and titans is the hbo show that i ended up getting once you know i got hbo max to watch wonder woman you know the the fall of it so basically watching this show they do everything that the cw wanted to do but couldn't for whatever obvious reasons past being like a certain channel they can't show a certain level of like darker shit and on top of that it's not the power of friendship overcomes all and we just figure <laughs> things out i yeah but at least they get to it sometimes you know what <laughs> i mean like i've seen first off naruto and that pain shit bro you really you've seen it you know what i'm saying jiraiya like they don't they don't sugarcoat some things Nah, but this is nice so i really enjoy the show and it opens up like off rip i don't want to ruin anything for anybody but they get to it with characters that you're traditionally used to not saying do a thing. So I appreciate it. It's almost like the late 2010s take on superheroes that you see in the form of like 
the boys and other things that are like, come on now. Like, if they were really superheroes running around, things would not go as casually as you think. If we think that fucking American presidents and just, like, American people in general can be so money-hungry and can be so greedy Mm -hmm. that when they get a glimmer of power, you see the change and the corruption. Mm -hmm. You think niggas that is born with the power to punch you in the face and send you to Mexico are gonna be the nicest people always? You think think none of them ever caught a body on accident, you know? Be real. Be real. Yeah, so I've really enjoy titans i know you don't really watch it like that so but what, what have you been watching um there was a show and i forgot the name so i feel so bad so i'll skip over that one for now but it was about like a flight attendant and like a murder it was it was it started off really cool so i want to go and finish I think that I know what you're talking for about sure. i forgot what it's on but um there's another show bridgerton bridgerton mm, that i started you want those aj re- recommended to me friend of the show and she recommended it to me like a few weeks ago i kind of like you know how i am sometimes like it takes yeah. a second to really start something most of the time i put stuff on a list but I started it and that show's actually really good so i'm excited to get into it excited to finish it the way it started off is i'm not going to give like huge spoilers or anything like that because there wasn't well there was a couple in there but it was one, you know, a ding, 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 easiest sell for Chuka, period piece, and mm. British accents. <laughs> I didn't stand a chance. I didn't stand a, a fucking chance. I'm a simple man. Bro, British accents aren't easy enough sell for me. At this but point, they kind of get me. Like, nah, I was, I was sold. But B, just like mm-hmm. about women being auctioned off basically once you get to a certain age. Yeah. yeah. And you're, all your life is about is marriage. I and saw like that kind of stuff. So it's, it seems like a really interesting show. I'm it's, ready to get into it. Was it like one of those where uh, it was... The concept was really interesting, and especially how they like showed it and played it out. Oh, for sure. Okay, it's inter- for sure. I don't want to get into more details because it yeah. kind of spoils things. I could kind of see where things are going, but I'm excited to watch regardless. Yeah. But other than that, just on an anime side, you know the typicals with the uh, jujutsu, with which is, hmm, 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 hmm. jujutsu is getting crazy. It's crazy dude. because how much I love jujutsu kaisen. Are we running? Out I've of- not seen a show. That Demon Slayer hasn't been just better than better than. I'm sorry, honestly, that might be the best anime I've ever seen. No, I really just be no bullshit. I don't want to call it already because (laughs) we've only seen one season. But that might be the best anime I've ever laid my eyes (laughs) on, like in my whole life. That's what I was about to ask you, nigga. If no one wants to go with us, just so we don't ruin the experience, do you want to split a theater and just us two watch the Demon Slayer? Because with Demon Slayer, because because they're gonna do a limited American release soon, and Atlanta caught like the Dragon Ball Supers and shit like that. So I'm I'm gonna find like one of the theaters that's running. I'll drive an hour, bro. Easy. How might drive a couple? I don't know if it's going to be in one of those where you have to social distance or if the theater that... the Because AM, AMCs are the ones where you can rent out. Mm-hmm. You know? If AMC's showing it, I'm there. I'm yesterday. renting. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to... I'm not saying I do illegal activity. I've been trying to find it online. Who Nigga, I am bro. saying that. Bro. I've been looking. I've been looking everywhere. Until those Blu-rays come out, bro, <laughs> it's, y'all niggas on the internet it's are not going to have it. So I'm just waiting yeah. for the American release because, nigga, I'm going to enjoy that in theaters. Nigga's going to be watching it like this. And have you seen the latest episode? I know you did. I know you saw the latest episode of Black Clover because this is the first time an episode was ever watched before me. And you could tell that they're off the filler because A, the animation looks better again, but B, it's like, are you excited for it? Because it seems nigga. like about to get into some nigga, it's shit. about to get crazy. It's about to, be, it's about to get I crazy. Like I wish this nigga asked to grow. But other than that, it's about to get <laughs> he crazy. He grew wide. He, he literally just got swole. He literally ascended. Because <laughs> this nigga just like, you can tell. <laughs> some Goku, I can't yeah. wait for him to actually get into the nitty gritty of big fights. Because yeah. you can tell he's OP now. Oh, yeah. You, sure. <laughs> you can for tell sure. he's OP he's now. Out of here. Sure. <laughs> you can tell it's the Shonen power up where the nigga, the main character randomly becomes OP. Like Naruto and Shippuden. Because 
because Naruto was kind of just like with the pack, like whatever. But then Shippuden, there was a point where he just became is, like the clear. Oh, he's gonna be the Hokage or something. Because is Shippuden? They <laughs> it was like no, it was one of them two niggas. It wasn't like immediately after time time skip. He's just like different, you know. <laughs> immediately after time skip, I'm like, oh, he's finally one of the better people <laughs> in their class. Because before, realistically speaking, bro, until the edit Naruto, he wasn't. Oh, for sure. He was getting washed by a few of them, bro. What? Like, if you were only going off of the original Naruto, it was the strongest were either like Gara, Neji, like mm, fucking Rockley, Sasuke, Sasuke, you know, like, all and, beating. And him. then you get to like halfway through Shippuden, and then, then there was a clear like, oh, this nigga's stronger than everybody. It's like, oh, this nigga <laughs> was Hokage's basically. Nah, but Black Clover said fuck waiting half of oh, anything. Man. They said the second you saw the first like scene of the fucking um the time skip mm -hmm. of the six months oh this nigga stronger than everybody Bro, six months this man looks like he put on 100 pounds that's all i was saying a muscle that's all i was saying straight muscle <laughs> i don't know what the workouts were but they were crazy i'm trying oh, to get right. put onto that nigga i'm telling you something if they make us if we mm -hmm. if we go watch the demon slayer shit and then i'm just letting you know if we have a theater to ourselves i'm gonna wave at you because we're sitting across the theater from one another <laughs> like like i'm saying i'm like, sitting directly in the middle no for i'm sitting here middle like row middle seat and just nigga just meditating it's the just, whole experience i might have to be off gas no i don't even want to fake miss anything i don't want to i don't want to accidentally not remember it because sure. I want to make it literally a movie. But, so moving right along to the sports section. Man. One of the first things that I wanted to drop, just because we did mention this before, yeah. and said that we were both about to be Man City fans. Now, Messi is finally free to negotiate the mm -hmm. trade and the leave. He's exp he's expressed a lot of disdain for Barcelona and the current system, current ownership, all of that shit. As of Some positives came out of it. Because, you know, he now has... he. I'm trying to get the verbiage right. But he is the highest scoring player ever at one club. Uh -huh. So, like, the most score scored through one person being at one club, he's taken that title away from, I think, the last person who had it. And then the person before them was Pele, I think. Uh -huh. So he's set himself apart no matter what. And Barcelona, he owes nothing to them. Nothing. If anything, they owe him the rest of their lives. Because, mm -hmm. like, for our age and older, the name Barcelona really yeah about your age and older the name barcelona is immediately associated with leonardo there was a time where it was ronaldinho but as mm -hmm. soon as that transitioned it never looked back it never looked back and it's messy till we're gone mm -hmm. till we're gone it's one of those imprints and so shouts out to his time at barcelona but i'm excited to see if he does make the either a psg move because they just have an unlimited bread and neymar said hey i want to play with my best friend mm -hmm. or b if he makes the Man City move. Because he did already admit that a few years down the line he does want to play in the MLS. So the Man City move with the connection to the mm -hmm. New York club would make sense. It would. It would. I would rather see the PSG. I want to see the PSG But move. just because yes. I know the team is a terror. Like, there's too many pieces. And he'd be board. in a retirement league, basically, yeah. with Neymar? <laughs> what? It's a retirement league of PSG. That's weird to say. Because it's there. I think anything is a retirement league when you know the team that's going to win the league every year. Like, at least Spain, there's a, yeah. there's a handful that have competed, right? So it's always been Real Madrid or Barcelona. Sometimes Atletico, Atletico has come yeah. here and there. But, I mean, like, Germany, it's... Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. Bundesliga is instantly Bayern Munich. You know mm -hmm. Bayern Munich's winning every single year. Get over yourself. Like oh, France, yeah. League One, basically. League yeah. One is PSG every year. So <laughs> obviously, going to like the Prem would be way more competitive and would be like a more interesting, especially to like a, a wider range, that a wider range of fans. He but could dude, do it, but he, I feel like he's at the age where he wants Neymar to do a backflip and his little dance and him to smile and say, "My son." You, you know, know just be on the. I'm not trying to be that guy, especially for the amount of love and like just respect I've gained for British culture. 
He's not trying to be there right now. You feel me? Nah. He's not trying to be anywhere near there right now. No offense. This man said, I'm trying to enjoy a vibe. And it's going to be the roughing the passer shit every game. Oh my you God. know he's going to go to the Prem. And don't get me wrong. I think he'd still be a terror in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Don't, y'all niggas cannot stand with Messi. Y'all know this. Trust me. But because they know this, these niggas are going to be playing him like fucking um, Devin Booker gets played on the <laughs> offseason in, <laughs> in runs. It's going to be he's doubles like, right in all season. Why are you double teaming me? <laughs> and so yeah. it depends on if he wants more of a challenge or if he wants the automatic champions league bid every year that you may do something it would be fire though to say that you got like some i don't know like if he conquered the if he conquered the prem though then it would be one of those like he's already undeniably the greatest of all time but it'd be one of those that shuts up a bunch of people as such an because there are the people that fucking like suck off the prem all the time and think that if you haven't accomplished anything there you haven't accomplished anything anywhere mm-hmm. and i'm not one of those people truly because most of my adult life seria a and and um la liga has always been five seria a and la liga have been the two leagues for me for the most competition my whole life as of recent who knows because i'm not i'm kind of green ears to it now not just saying green eyes sorry because i don't view as much but that is something interesting but moving right along i want to skim over this one because we have to get to the most important fact but our dog is trying to trying to scare us a little bit i know we said we wasn't going to get stressed out this year I know we said it. Dude, and may- I'm not and maybe you're not. It, Don't do this. And maybe you're me. not, bro. And maybe I'm not. Genuinely, and maybe I already said what I am. But it. the second, I try not to, but it's like... You see them doing I, well. I see something. Like, I see them doing well. Ooh, I see us win the NFC again. Like, oh, you see some crazy shit. Oh, Kamara got see, six touchdowns. Oh, this nigga Kamara got six touchdowns. You know, you're excited. You're like, ooh! This man got six touchdowns and said he was going to Panama City. And then immediately went to hang out with only white women and got COVID. It's like, that's tough. Bro, first off, I don't believe the fact that he was... Because low-key, we've seen the way white people have been handling COVID. And the these white women probably had COVID at that point already. I don't think they were the ones who spread it to him, bro. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Oh, They did their due diligence to already get COVID earlier, bro. It's been a minute into oh, this. Oh, yeah. You say, you say it's been too long for it's white people to still minute. be catching it's it? It's been a minute, bro. None of my white, white friends have COVID. Bro, all of them have already had it. No cat. <laughs> All the no, Kizzy. I'm like one of the few colored people I know that have COVID. I know, right, bro? We're a shame. <laughs> we're, wait, who's Kamara? I'm him. I'm, I'm, I'm Kamara. <laughs> nah, so, dude, so, honestly, it kind of sucks. You never know how people get these things. Hopefully, I know, obvi- bro, he's a fucking unit of a man. If he was taken out by COVID, I'd be surprised. No offense. I'm just scared. Because I'm just kind of sad for our playoff hopes. We're not getting the Vikings for once to start off, which happens That's to a be blessing. tonight. Ain't it a blessing? Ain't it a blessing? So, we're getting the Bears bro the way breeze has been dogging these niggas for the last few years bro i'm still i have hopes i have hopes of finally getting past the first round finally getting past the first round the fucking curse we've been on i'm good and so i'm a little worried but i won't let it stress me out too much fine moving right along so look let's go we're two people we're a podcast that we like to talk up our brothers. You know what I'm saying? We like to talk up our people. That's and we, we said, buzzing. we've heard for the past year or so, a lot of people being a little disrespectful about this, this next man we're about to talk about. A lot of people acting like he's not one of the terrors in the league. A lot of people doing this. A lot of and people he took doing it personally. Now. And he took it personally. I'm just saying. And he took it personally. Have we said anything negative about Stephen Curry? Not a day in my Have life. Have we said bro. anything negative about Wardell? I only I only saw his praises. You know why? Why? Because like the rest of y'all, generational. We have eyeballs and we watched him play. But y'all, iconic. Y'all like to talk down a on hero. somebody when they're down. So guess what Steph did? Wait, second oldest person to score over 60 in a game. Who was, who was that announcer? Who was that announcer? Then he hit. 
inspirational. <laughs> Look at Steph. He's so inspirational. Nigga hits a casual three. He's so inspirational. I don't care what he is. anybody says. And this is somebody that is a Kobe Bryant stand to the day I die, bro. There is a short list of people that are even on Kobe's caliber for me when it comes to how exciting, because that's different, how exciting high-scoring games are for them. And mm-hmm. Steph Curry might be one of the most electric players ever in the history of basketball to watch when he's hot. Because that shit, he's half the shots that fell look like heat checks. Bro, first off, Cause, are they or are they practice because it's Steph? I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Every one of those shots is practiced. And that's what makes it more spectacular. The fact that you know it's practiced. You can't... Because uh, I'm, I'm going to walk you through the emotion. I'm going to walk you through the emotion. Because the shot he missed, he sent up to get to 59. That man was probably 10 feet out from the three-point line. He hit the little step to the side into it. Off balance over two people to make the three. As he threw it up, I thought to myself, who the fuck does this nigga think he is? <laughs> Genuinely, I was like, there's no way this is going in. Then, like, a split second later, I said... Splash. But it's... It couldn't have touched the rim. I said, but it's Steph. And so then I just got quiet and I waited. And then it went in. Splash. Did it... On on everything, all the threes you saw him hit, did any of them hit rim? He couldn't. If he did, he wasn't Steph. Bro, that man, when he checks into that zone... When he taps into that zone, he, you can't stop him, and it's the most beautiful shit I've seen. What? Like, this nigga Draymond airballed a three, and Steph caught it for the layup. Like, I'm saying, like, once... People forget that Draymond hasn't been in, but I'm not even trying to be anything on Draymond. Just saying somebody that's used to the system. Yeah. People that are used to getting Steph open, he's going to start knocking down the Steph shots mm-hmm. we're used to. Because this nigga is a terror. They know how to play with him. He's and actually like, a terror. Steph has to work hard as fuck to get that 28 when Draymond's not in, bro. But when he's no. there, you see like almost first game back. Yeah, I think it might have been it the first game It was the first game back. He dropped 62 because Draymond's there. Bro, we got to, at some point, whoever was hating on Golden State, because they caught me in it too. I never hate on Steph or or Clay or Draymond. Not once. Only KD for a bit. And they got me caught up on it. I'm past that. But anybody who can't appreciate what we are witnessing with Golden State, even in 2021, when, to be honest, we we shouldn't have these days anymore. You don't, if you don't like this, you don't like NBA basketball. That's Amen. all I'm going to say. Because, like, dog, genuinely, I want to tell y'all this. And I was going to sit here and shit on y'all and roast y'all. But I want to tell y'all this and it's just crazy. give flowers. Give flowers. You know what I'm saying? I want to say this. And I'm pleading with our audience. I'm begging you guys, truly. Like, don't miss these moments and then look back when we're 40 years old and it's over with. And then be sad that it's gone, you know? Because we are watching history continuously. Mm. We are watching the greatest shooter that's ever played basketball player. We're watching LeBron James, the greatest player that's ever played basketball player. Year 18. Year 18. What? Him and AD, 26 piece last night. What? Logo 3 is everything. Just cause. Whatever. We're watching some of the greatest players we've ever seen play this game. And we're watching them in their 30s. We don't have many years of this left. I'm just telling y'all, stay tuned. And please, 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 please watch and be excited like the rest of us. Or else you're going to miss a moment. But the next thing I wanted to talk about. I want to say some other stuff for the NBA though. because No, it's NBA. Yeah, I was about to say, bro. Uh, look, I know we don't talk about him way too much on this podcast, but you already know how we're rocking. I've not seen, even on lower games when they start giving him more time, and like 
uh, definitely putting him in like starting minutes. Lamelo Ball is a He's fun player to fucking special. watch, man. Special. He's got to improve the defense 100%. Got to get more active on the defensive end. But the amount of effort and just creativity he brings to the offensive end, I don't even care about what he does on the other slick. Like I, I know he's gonna get there because it's just fun basketball to watch. And he's he it's just a special talent, man. Like. He looks exciting when he scores, exciting when he facilitates, mm-hmm. exciting when he just creates space. Like, this is just somebody that, as a rookie, you're going to mess up. You're mm-hmm. going to have your ups and downs. But I mean, like, learn. I'm lo- I love the fact that he's on an organization like Charlotte to where they're allowing him to learn and mm-hmm. just do whatever. Because at the end of the day, like, that's how special players get made. Mm-hmm. If you take somebody, you give them 10 minutes a game, right? Like niggas were doing to Lonzo and then say, yo, stand in this corner and shoot. Nah, when, you're nah, home, when they were giving him 30 some of, you're going to be over here. Stand in that corner. And we're not going to pass to you. Right. And if we do hit it. Because you know what these players are, and you saw what you recruited them for, and you saw what they were doing. These are field generals. And if somebody is a field general, you need to let them play their position, yeah. right? And so I'm happy to see that for him. One player I wanted to outline, one of the greatest field generals that is currently playing, and somebody that is one of the realest niggas in the NBA, Damian Lillard. Because Dame was talking about Steph not being able to get these same shots up this year, because all his niggas is gone. Cap. But then he played Dame, scored 62. Steph really got the braids out of his hair, so the blood circulation mm. was going again, and this nigga could think again and so (laughs) i know he had to be stressed oh definitely bro i've had braids bro those shits i don't know how y'all women do it as often y'all do bro that shit hurts but anyways this nigga dame as soon as the game was over he ended up dapping stuff up talking to him and just laughing with him about all this shit because he's a real nigga and then he even quoted the tweet because they showed a video of that and he said you can't dish it out and not be able to take it hashtag respect i said man had back-to-back 60 point games or whatever it was right or Mm -hmm. one was 60 and then one was 55 or something like Mm -hmm. that yeah nah like at the end of the day you when you peep it, you gotta give people credit. You for know? sure. Otherwise, you're a hater. But so, other than that, do you have anything else for the sports segment I do, before we get out of here? Again, I gotta get in my boxing bag for a second because I think it was last weekend. We got to peep something, you know? We got to peep a very exciting young talent in that lightweight division that is just apparently the most exciting shit right now because heavyweights are in it for some reason. And. He got to have a chance finally to prove himself and step into a fight that meant something. Obviously, a lot of these fights mean something, but it means something to even the haters who are like preying on your downfall, you know? Because a lot of people, like, even when it comes to basketball tip with LeBron and shit, are saying, like, oh, this didn't mean anything. He got to prove it here or this, that, and the third. It's like, no, nigga. Just doing it does it. But okay, now that you finally had your chance, he did it and he showed people. Ryan Garcia is a fucking monster, bro. Oh, he's a unit. The man got, I'm not going to lie, he got put down for the first time in his career. He got knocked down. But seeing him come up from that and, like, a lot of people who have never gone through that experience, and probably in that moment uh, with ego and everything might get startled and let it fuck up their mental he seemed like he popped up like well that's different and then got after it this nigga popped up from the knockdown like well shit i guess it can't happen to me and then just killed this nigga and then (laughs) just killed this nigga bro like that that knocked knocked out off a body blow you know that does the body blow knockout you know this nigga was pissing blood for the next three days oh my god you know he was pissing blood for the next three days like, I want to be, as somebody who's way more casual when it comes to boxing, Ryan Garcia excites me for the sheer fact that we have the Deontay Wilders, we have the Tyson Furies, mm-hmm. you know, the people we're still excited to watch fight. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Garcia, as somebody in that weight class,
class with like a Javante Davis. Mm -hmm. Like I'm excited to see those two become like the spearheads of boxing Mm -hmm. and become like the new rivalry people are looking forward to in the future. And I want to see them fight. Obviously, like people, Ryan Garcia is a little bit ahead of himself by calling him out so early. But I definitely, but but I love the passion. I love the passion in that because in the next couple years after Ryan Garcia knocks out a couple more people because he's looking for the dog. Mm -hmm. So once he knocks out a couple more people or wins a couple more fights and he gets that fight because he's going to get it because mm-hmm. Javante responded. He said there's no running now. Mm. Like once he gets that fight, we're about to be in for a movie. The thing is, That's going to be a fucking movie. I think Javante would win it. I think it'd be closer if Garcia got a little bit more ex- experience under his belt with like bigger, like better competition. But how big of an Instagram following he has combined with just like how big he is in the realm of boxing as opposed to other boxers. He's going to have a McGregor effect, which is going to get him that fight probably sooner than he should. So at the end of the day, if he wants that shit and he keeps talking about it, he's going to need to prep himself for it. He but he be works ready. with Canelo, bro. Like, I'm just going to cancel like, people like that. I know Javante has, like, May- honestly, that's kind of crazy. It's like the Mayweather and Canelo, like, the said as you, like, get into it. I hate making this about race, but boxing is a battle of nations. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. I'm always riding with my niggas. Except for when it's Tyson Fury versus people. Because Tyson Fury, I'm never betting against. I'm sorry. I've seen that nigga it's fight. Like licking that blood nigga, up. What? That was the weird... Bro, you saw him do that shit on his neck. That nigga was <laughs> licking blood with some pointy tongue energy, bro. Like, I don't even understand it. I don't get it. Shouts out to my homegirls. But fast as hell at 6'10". Anyway. Fast as fuck. But other than that, that's all I have for the day. Do you have anything else? Man, I'm just excited to go ahead and continue life. Because you already know what the motto is for 2021. It's more life. More life. We live. So my name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is the Off Space Podcast. Yes, you can sir. find us everywhere. Links below. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs>